Journey into the Mystic with the Reverend John Dorhauer, General Minister and President of the United Church of Christ. A few months ago, I sat in the sanctuary of the 16th Street Baptist Church in Birmingham, Alabama. I listened as one of the deacons in the church told the story of the bombing that occurred there in 1963, a bombing that killed four young girls who were attending Sunday school. A few years back, when researching white privilege, I heard a presentation from a former white supremacist. He talked about how he got recruited and how he then got trained for the operations. One Sunday, he found himself sitting in a church, a church with a gay pastor. His mission was to plant the bomb, to set the timer for detonation, and then to walk out of the church. In the middle of the service, a pang of conscience hit him. He refused to do it, and he left when the service ended with the bomb still in his briefcase, undetonated, and no one the wiser. I once worked with a church in southwest Missouri that was attacked by a mass shooter whose attempt to assassinate the pastor was thwarted when a deacon dove in front of the pastor and took the bullet instead. And just yesterday, I learned of a church in Montana whose live online worship was Zoom-bombed, a phrase I was unfamiliar with just a couple of weeks ago, by someone who stole their live feed and began showing pornography of the most vile sort. I've worked with church leaders over the years who, for a variety of reasons, had become the targets of either threatened or actual violence. My own church doors in Lebanon, Missouri, where I served for eight years, were once spray-painted to read Satan's Army Rules. I must confess, I don't understand what attracts those with evil intent and malice of forethought to do the unspeakable in the houses of the holy. In every setting where I have witnessed this or ministered in its aftermath, there was trauma and there was healing. Faith is a quality to it that lingers long after the potency of the pain dissipates. And faith will not be overcome by the ministrations of those who broker in violence and evil. Now, we will all suffer from evil's deleterious consequences. But no effort to end faith or to shake the foundations upon which its adherents build their lives ever really seems to succeed. I have borne witness not just to the evil, but to the capacity for the faithful who have been targets of that evil to cry out to their sacred and for their sacred to respond in ways that continue to feed the faith. When the protesters marched in Birmingham, they sang, we shall overcome and overcome they did. There was an immediate and powerful sense that evil doesn't win when it takes a life or destroys property. It actually wins when in its aftermath, we lose our faith. Now, Paul captured this sentiment well when he wrote with both the assurance and the defiance of faith. O death, where is thy victory? O grave, where is thy sting? So I call for prayers 
for those from that church in Montana who gathered this past Sunday to worship, only to have their worship attacked by a violent criminal. Let them be strengthened by the great cloud of witnesses who have come before us and come before them and whose faith could not be shaken by the worst the world could offer. Let those worshipers in Montana find within their own faith the same assurances that God can and will heal and that they too shall overcome. And may we all continue to reach out to our sacred, our healer, our source of love and peace and hope and joy on this, our journey into the mystic. Into the Mystic is brought to you by the United Church of Christ. No matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you're welcome here. Find us at ucc.org.